0: G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to go through our Supercoach Draft Review for Round 8. We've got another W this week. We scored 897 points. So, back-to-back weeks topping our comp, so we're very, very happy with that, 897, a very good score, Uh, it's not very often you'll lose with a score like that, so very happy with the direction we're heading in, we knocked over Phil this week, who's one of the uh, other champions in my comp, in fact he's the only champion to win back-to-back titles, Philby, Uh, I think his team's sort of struggling a little bit at the moment, missing a couple of very key guys, and uh, I never thought that... The West Tigers having a bye would hurt someone, but it definitely hurt Phil. So that might give you an indication of how he's traveling so far this year. Bit of a weird week for me, Supercoach-wise. Obviously, uh, watched the game on Thursday night uh, and then had the winning Friday. We had it on a Sunday honeymoon on the Saturday. Obviously, there again for the Sunday. So didn't really get to watch all that much footy. So I was sort of keeping track uh, of the scores on, on the phone. Didn't really get to watch too many games. But this one was wrapped up. Pretty early for me, thankfully. Made a couple of good decisions. Phil had a Few, a few players that definitely went unders for him. Uh, so it sort of meant that I was home pretty early. So I got to relax a little bit, put the feet up, uh, and just enjoy the win. But we'll go through them first. So the Thursday night game, we had the South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on the Dolphins. Uh, in this one, Phil didn't have anyone. I had my four dudes. Uh, I had Campbell Graham, who did very well, 73. I think he's actually the top overall scorer at the moment, Campbell Graham. So that's been one of my better picks. Cody Walker, who I put the VC on. He scored 106, had a Massive game, Cody Walker, as he's been doing for the last few weeks. So when I had my VC with 106 uh, and just with the guys that Phil was missing and just with the more consistent guys I had to come, Uh, I was feeling pretty confident uh, by then. And then my two boys from the Dolphins, Isako and Lemuelu, uh, 44 and 42. You'll take that from CTWs that don't score tries every day of the week. So very, very happy with how those two went. We then had, during my wedding, a game that I literally have not seen a single fucking lick of at all. We had the Sydney Roosters and the Sharkies. Um, For the Roosters in Phil's side, had a few guys, uh, Jackson Polo, Sammy Walker, Matty Lott. Um, all of them went sub-40. Matt Lodge, 35. Sammy Walker, a 30. It's obviously been dropped this week, so that's a tough little pill to swallow for Phil on top of all of his other injuries and everything. Uh, and then he's got Matt Lodge, who got a 22. So obviously coming back from injury, sometimes you get the timing of those, pretty poor and whatnot. Uh, so that was unlucky for him. For me, though, I had Teague Wilton, who came up with a 64 in his game. I believe that's without a try. So uh, Wilton, very, very happy with him. Where I drafted him, I've got really, really good value out of him, been stoked with him. We then had the Melbourne Storm and the Manly Seagulls. Uh, we only had one player each. Phil had Xavier Coates, who got 19. So after five players, his top scorer got 35. So he's having a bit of a uh, Betty Crocker this week. Uh, my lowest score at this point, I think it was... Forty-two. So, uh, it was it was a bit of a landslide earlier, especially with the VC hundred. There, I had Brad Parker who came in at my as came in as my AE. Uh, only scored thirty-one in that game. Sort of deciding what I'm going to do with Brad Parker. Um, there's no real other CTWs that stand out to me in a game like this weekend where Brad Parker plays the Tigers, for example. Um, I think he's a guy that I can play here and there when he has got a good matchup. But we'll make that decision later. It's not a problem for me. Uh, we then had the. Do we have the Warriors game that was up next or was it the Newcastle game? So the Warriors game, uh, I had Marcelo Montoya. He scored 67 in that one. I was pretty happy uh, with how he went. He obviously moved to centre, which normally I would hate, but I was kind of excited about it just because I think teams have worked out that you do not kick the ball to Marcelo Montoya. You kick the ball to the other side. So he wasn't getting a stack of pill out there. It was going the other way pretty consistently. Um, So I was okay to see him move to centre and was hoping uh, that he might get a little bit more Ball there, and he did get one opportunity. Iced it perfectly. Got a bit more balls. So Marcelo Montoya making a few more tackles there. Hopefully, just getting a few more touches. Uh, I don't mind it because at least when he's at center now, he, he can get those you know third and fourth hit ups. Uh, whereas when he was on the wing, they'd kick to the other side, and it'd be very hard for him to get involved. And he'd be going on third tackle and, and just getting pushed back every time. So I don't mind how that has played out. Hopefully, Montoya stays in the centers. That'd be nice for me uh, for him to hold on to that spot. So that's all that I had from that game. And I don't think Phil had anyone from that game. I also had Jackson Ford, who I didn't play this week. Uh, Turned out to be a good choice. He only got 40 Supercoach points this weekend. So my other two RFs went better anyway. Uh, The next game was the big one, the Newcastle Knights and the Penrith Panthers. Uh, here, Phil had Tyson Gamble, who did pretty well, 54 points. You take that every stay of the week from Tyson Gamble. Myself, uh, my Penrith boys did pretty well. Obviously, Nathan Cleary, 86 Supercoach points, uh, and Zach Hosking a 62. Uh, my combo there, that they didn't link up at any point. They didn't create any points between them. Uh, neither was fantastic. Penrith weren't great either. So, if I can get 150 points out of those two every week with that little combo there, uh, when that don't even play well. I'll be stoked with that. Also had Sonny Luke, who played very limited minutes, twenty-one. Still happy with Sonny Luke. Gonna hold him for the rest of the year. I think he'll really pay dividends towards the back end. Friday night, uh, the Saturday in late game, we had the Titans and the Brisbane Broncos. I don't have any players from any of these teams, but Phil had three. He had Reese Walsh, Jordan Ricky, and Pat Carrigan. So these guys did pretty well for him, to be fair. Reese Walsh was his VC, scored 101, so he managed to bank that and screw out with my VC. Jordan Ricky, Paddy Carrigan, 57, 55. you will take those every day of the week. Uh, just wasn't enough to be able to chase me down, though. And then Sunday afternoon, we had the Raiders and the Dragons. My Raiders boys just went out and did their job as per... Sebastian's Chris playing at fullback interesting. See, it looks like there's a chance that he might actually hold on to that spot, which is Blown me away, but there is the potential that he might. Seventy-six, Corey Horsburgh, sixty-two, Joe Tapané, fifty-seven. Uh, if all those guys can do that every week, I'd be absolutely stoked. Corey Horsburgh playing big minutes, getting through a lot of work at the moment. He's a dual position guy. He's actually doing better than Joe Tapané at the moment, which is wild. Uh, but I think the Raiders. I think towards the back end of the season, you'll really see Joe Tapané, like he did last year, really start to step up. The Raiders have got the buy this week, so we'll talk about that very soon. I've obviously got three Raiders in my sides, which is uh, the most from any team. I think, I think I've think got three Panthers as well. Uh, so it's going to be hard for me to cover my two front row forwards and a CTW. We'll talk about that soon, though. And then we had the Parramatta Eels and the Canterbury Bulldogs. In this one, Phil had a number of players. Ryan Madison, Campbell Gillard, Cartwright, Avarillo. Really mixed bag. Ryan Madison. Fuck, I wish I had him in my draft team. God, he's a good footballer. 89 supercoach points. Regan Campbell Gillard. He crossed the stripe for a meat pie. 83. Bryce Cartwright came off the pine. Only scored 34. And Jake Avarillo only scored 11. There was a chance he was going to be out this week. He isn't. So that's a little rare win for Phil there because his team has been absolutely ripped to pieces. Uh, he's got Jordan Rapata who was out, Josh Hodgson who was out, um, Adam Dewey, David Nofaluma, Stafford to us. Adam Dewey's obviously out for the season. He will drop him this week. David Nofaluma's been dropped. It's um, It's been a tough season so far for Phil, obviously, when you're pretty low on your draft pick. Uh, on draft day, it took a bit of a punt on Adam Dewey, which I didn't mind, to be honest with you, but now with him missing the entire year, that's a real kick in the dick. That'll make life really hard. Uh, I only had two guys on my bench that didn't feature in my team that scored. So Jackson 4 to 40 that I mentioned. The other one I had was Jack DeBellin, who uh, JDB actually played the whole 80 minutes there. So I only scored a 52, which I was hoping from an 80-minute performance he'd do a little bit more. But I just think as he works his match fitness up, he will get better and better. So yeah, a uh, Cody Walker... 106, My highest scorer of the week, and he was my VC, a Seb Chris, 76, and Nathan Cleary, 86, a Montoya, 67, uh, and a Campbell Graham, 73. My highest scorers there, Nathan Cleary, 86, if I didn't mention that, uh, were my highest scorers this week that went towards that win. So that leaves us when we have a look at the ladder now. That leaves us on our own at the top. Uh, with a record of 6-1. and one. So very, very happy with how that's going. Uh, points scored-wise, doing really well as well. Uh, considering that, you know, we didn't have half of our draft picks when we started the season, we're still waiting for Adam Elliott to come back and a few other guys, Luciano Le Lua, these sort of guys. Pretty stoked with where we're sitting. We've scored 5,834 points. Uh, So a pretty good haul there to start the season. Uh, That means that on average we're scoring 830 a week. So very, very happy with that to be averaging 830. We obviously had a record-breaking week in there to be fair. Uh, But still averaging 830, we'll take that. And we are 300 points in front of second place. So very, very happy with how that is playing out. I think as it stands right now, my team's probably shaping up the best. It's one of the better teams I've had in a while. But uh, it's all just about getting them through the regular season. Keeping them all fit, keep them on the field, make sure no one gets dropped or whatnot, having depth in key positions, which is where my biggest challenge is going to be. As good as my team looks at the moment, um, I don't have coverage for hooker, halfback, 5'8". Uh, so if I have injuries there or anything like that, if Cody Walker, if Nath Cleary, if Sonny Luke goes down, uh, I find myself on the waiver wire panicking very quickly. I've got a lot of 2RFs, which so I'm going to have to make some moves with soon, but I just think they're all very good 2RFs that are worth having. So I might have to make a few trades, which is very hard to do in my comp. But I'm happy to trade a little bit unders there uh, to guys just to be able to get coverage for positions. So we'll see how it plays out there. Um, As I said, I won't be going too heavy on my trades trying to get huge value. I'll just be happy to get key guys in key positions that I can rely on if I do have injuries. But until that happens, I'm not going to panic too much about it. I'm just going to keep riding the wave I'm on. Canberra Raiders had the buy this weekend, as I said, which is going to hurt my side a little bit. Uh, I'm going to have a few guys out and whatnot, but uh, I think I've got the the rest of the team to be able to make up for it. And I think this week, going up against one of my good mates, taking on Eamon, who uh, his team's been a little bit hit and miss so far this year, but he is one of the all-time kings of pulling upsets out of his arse and pulling miracles out of his arse. So won't be taking him lightly. But on Thursday night, we have the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Penrith Panthers. Tough one for me. I'll have, obviously, Cody Walker, Campbell Graham, Nathan Cleary, Um, and Zach Hosking, probably some of my main captain options and vice-captain options every week. They'll all be in the same game. Uh, So I'll have Walker, Cleary, Graham, Hosking, and Sonny Luke, so five players in the Thursday night game. So it'll be good. At least I'll have updates in nice and early. I will be VCing Nathan Cleary in that. Um, Cody Walker has been in incredible form, but I think I've got to take Nathan Cleary there. Obviously, goal kicker. uh, I'll do the vast majority of kicking and whatnot, and even when he doesn't do that much, uh, he just manages to find Supercoach points. So, Nath Cleary, he'll be my VC on the Thursday night. That same game, Eamon's got Isaiah Yo and Taruva. Um So, some quality players there that can hurt you as well. We've then got the Friday night game. We've got the Parramatta Eels taking on the Brisbane Broncos. I don't have anyone from either of those teams. Eamon has got Ezra Mam, another guy uh, that can really hurt you if he has a good game there. Parramatta at $2.20. I think there's a little bit of value there, just quietly. Uh, so, Saturday, 5.30, we've got the Canterbury Bulldogs taking on the Cronulla Sharks. All I've got here is Teague Wilton. Eamon's got both of the Cronulla wingers, so that's the spot that could really fucking sting me. Uh, if the Bulldogs don't get up for this one and the Sharkies and Nico Hines gets on a real run, Mulatalo and Katoa could both go 100-plus each. So I think that game will probably decide Eamon's fate. If those two Sharks wingers go really big, and maybe if he picks the right one to be his VC or his captain, he could really, really hurt me and... Uh, pull my pants down this week, so that'll be an interesting watch for me, that one. Saturday, we've the late game, the Cowboys taking on the Newcastle Knights. Uh, I don't think I have anyone from this game, no no one from this one. Eamon's got Scotty Drinkwater and Matty Croker. Scotty Drinkwater, he's got the C on him at the moment. I think that'll change as the week goes on. Uh, I don't quite know what to read into the Cowboys at the moment and if you're someone that drafted pretty heavy on the Cowboys supercoach wise um, fuck I think you're in for a tough season A eh? they're just just about all of them are underperforming at the moment so a very very tough gig there um, our next game West Tigers taking on the I oh do know, we got, sorry, we've got the Dolphins taking on the Titans Sunday at 2pm uh, so I'll have my two CTWs Isaku and Lemuelu uh, and from the Titans, I don't have anyone Eamon in this game has got Tommy Gilbert who's been doing great things the last few weeks he's been very, very impressive and then we've got the West Tigers and the Manly Seagulls, this could be the, the, the killer here, I've got Brad Parker, I don't have any Tigers thankfully, I've got Brad Parker who could score tries, but Eamon's got DCA, and we know that DCA absolutely loves a flat track. Love supporting up the middle If Tommy Turbo and DCE put on a show um, he, he could go 100 plus there as well so despite Eamon not having as good team across the park he's got a couple of matchups this week that could be very very juicy DCE and the two Sharks wingers who there's the potential that all three of them go 100 plus in this game he's also got Lockie Croker and the last two games of the week obviously Anzac Day we've got the Roosters taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons I will have Jack DeBellin in that one I think he'll play big minutes in that game I will be playing him in my my front row, uh, and then we've got the who's I even got from that game. No one from that game, I believe. Uh, and then we've got the Melbourne Storm taking on the New Zealand Warriors. So I will have Jackson Ford, Marcelo Montoya, depending on who I play there. My other one, obviously, that I didn't mention on the Roosters is Satili Tupanua. When I saw that he was named for the Bears about two weeks ago, I picked him up off the waiver of wire. Did really well for the Bears last week. He's now coming to the first grade side. I wouldn't be surprised if you potentially see him take Nat Butcher's spot over the next few weeks. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, I'm not super confident on that. But I just think to grab Sotili off free agents just a week early, I think it was worthwhile just to see what happens. He's obviously a guy with huge attacking upside there. So that's one guy that I'll be watching very closely. He'll be the only player on my bench that is playing this week. So I'll probably have to take an AE because I think I will have one of my Raiders boys in the front row, probably Joe Tapano as the bye. Uh, But happy to cop an AE. We've got a really good record at the moment. not going to pull my team apart to try and win this game. So if we do lose it for that reason, uh, so be it. But I'm going to back my guys in. Uh, Eamon's injured list is fucking unbelievable. So many guys here. And there are a few other talented players that are playing this week. He obviously just hasn't changed his team, so they didn't appear in the opening sheet. He's got Liam Martin, who's out with a hamstring. It's uh, a for South Sydney. Sean Lane for the Parramatta Eels as well, who will be in this week. Jesse Arthurs for the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, I believe Braden Burns is back for Canterbury. Raymond Fytala Mariner is back for Canterbury. And then he's got, uh, Kelma Tuolungi, who's out this week. Then he's got Valera from the Warriors as well. So he has got a couple of guys that he could drop or change there this week. So I'm sure Eamon's team, once he's done with the waiver wires and free agents, I'm sure it will look very, very different. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like we have the last few weeks, though, I will back myself in to win this one. I do think my team is just a little bit... More consistent than Amon's, but those guys that he's got, Mulatalo, Katoa, uh, DCE, those are the guys that can have the huge ceilings and can really hurt me. Uh, but I'm still going to back myself in to win this one. Projected's not that a really means shit, but 804 my way, 633 for Amon. So fingers crossed we're able to get the win this week and keep trucking along. And then we need to start to make some moves on these two RFs we've got because we probably need just sort our depth out a little bit because that could become an issue very, very quickly.